All right, so the title of today's message is Serving the Church. Oh, that fruit looks good, doesn't it? Look, tangerine. Mm. Hey, just so you know, Mindy's, Mindy's out today because um, her mom, remember her mom came and we prayed over her and she had the surgery on Friday, but she had COVID too. So she had COVID on Friday, but the surgery was so important, they did it anyways. And the doctor told him, take her home, don't put her in the, don't let them put her in the COVID ward because she'll die there. So take her home. So her oxygen was going down. It was down to 85 today. We prayed, it's up above 90 now, but Mindy took off and went to San Jose to be with her mom today. So keep them in prayer. That's, that's a tough thing. So, especially when they live so far away. How many of you like serving? Amen. I, I know Delanda loves, you know what I love about Delanda? She loves to serve me. <laughs> she does. She is such a great servant. She serves the church, but she loves to serve me at home. You know, I'm like, hey, I'll get in there. She's like, no, no, no. You sit there. You relax. She is such a servant and such a blessing. And uh, I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. So we're going to read out of Acts chapter 6, 1 through 7, if we could stand and Honor the Lord by standing here and as we read his word. It's called Seven Chosen to Serve. Everybody say serve. serve. Now in those days when the number of disciples was multiplying, there arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenists, Greek-speaking Jews, because their widows were neglected in the, food, in the daily distribution. Then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, It is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And saying, this saying pleased the whole multitude. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit, Philip, Procreus, Nicanor, Timon, Paraminas and Nicholas, a proselyte from Antioch, whom they set before the apostles. And when they had prayed, they laid hands on them. Then the word of God spread, and the number of disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. Father, I praise you and I thank you today for your word. Your word is powerful, it's sharper than a two-edged sword. And I pray the day that you... You'd cut off any doubt in our minds about serving, Father God, that you cut away things, Lord, that are not glorifying you, and you'd set a fire in our spirit, in our soul, God, to serve you, to glorify you, Father God, to do things, Father, that we've, we've not even thought of yet. And Lord, to activate those things which are in our spirit to do. That Lord, we'd stop holding back, stop sitting on them, but Lord, and we'd go forward with them in the name of Jesus. The mighty hand of God be upon us. And we open our hearts today to your word in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. You may be seated. So the first thing that we see here in this passage is that disciples were multiplying. It's more than saying a prayer and getting baptized. Can I hear an amen? It's about growing in the Lord, amen? It's time to grow in the Lord. You get baptized, you come to Jesus, you say that prayer, you get baptized. Now it's time to grow, amen? And now it's time to get disciples. Now it's time to get the word of God in your heart and your mind so that you don't fall back, amen? You got to get it in you or else you will fall back. It will, you'll be limited 
by what God wants to do in you. I'm looking for a scripture right here, right now. Let me find it before I keep going. Da, da, da. 119. How can a young man cleanse his way? By he taking heed according to your word. How do we get the junk out of us? Reading his word. Not only reading it, but heeding his word. Getting it in you and being obedient to his word. That's what we have to do. We've got to get it inside of us so that it grows. Amen. When you plant a seed in the ground, this is what the Lord showed me these last few weeks. It gets watered. The seed breaks open and greenery starts to come forth. Put my picture up there. There it is. The seed with the little green just breaking forth. That's a, somebody that has said the prayer. They've said the prayer and the seed breaks open and, the, and the, the vine begins to come out of the ground. It begins to come up. I know I planted a bunch of seedlings one year and it's funny, I put it on the counter, Jake, and where the sunlight hit the counter, all that greenery was bent over towards the sun. Everything, the, the part that was in the shade didn't bend to the sun. The part that was getting fed the nutrients of the sun was bending to the sun. And it's the same thing spiritually. When we get water, we break through, we get baptized, and then we, we lean towards the sun, man, we just start growing. Those were the long ones. They just took off growing that way. And it's the same, when we get into the word, when we start being discipled, when we start getting into the word and getting it into our heart, we start growing towards S-O-N, the son, Jesus, his way of doing things, his way of being right comes alive inside of each one of us. And that's what God is calling us to do is to grow towards the sun. Amen. And we got to continue to get water so that we can continue to grow. Amen. What grows is what's, pla is what's planted. So if you're investing in the word, if you're investing in worship, if you're investing in prayer, you're going to grow in the sun. You know, you plant an apple tree, what do you hope to get? Apples. You grow oranges, what do you want to get? When you plant Jesus, what do you hope to see? Jesus. And when we, sometimes, you know, you got to get so filled with water that there's no room for anything else but Jesus that he overflows out of you, amen? That he comes alive inside of you. That, that our faith just gets watered and we break out in faith and we start doing things the way that Jesus did. But it, it's not just, um, I got, I've said a prayer, I got baptized, I'm good. That's not it, it's not gonna get you there. I mean, it may get you to heaven, but you're gonna have some battles getting there, amen? So the seed would come into a tree to where you're actually casting shade for others your place of refuge for other people. See, and they were multiplying disciples. The people were connecting with God and connecting with God, not just in, in a one service. They were going to the temple every day. They were going to church every day. The apostles were going house to house every day. You invite me over to your house, I'll come and preach. I will. I, I know when I was in Peru, Robert, we went to this couple's house. They picked us up from the airport. They took us to the hotel. And they said, hey, we'd like to have you over for dinner on Monday. I'm like, schedule's clear on Monday, no problem. So they invited us over for dinner. We went in their house and, and there was a whole bunch of people in the house. One of the ladies that was traveling with us said, who are all these people? I said, opportunity. 
need an opportunity. People to tell about Jesus. Because why? That's what we're supposed to do. Tell people about Jesus. Amen? We're to rock Jesus. Matthew 28, 19 and 20 says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. He is with you, amen. And he is calling us disciples to go to all nations. Listen, you, to go to all nations, just look around the room. You don't have to go too far to go, go to all nations. They're all, the nations are around us. The nations are in your community. They live next door to you. You know, you probably got some Egyptians around you, you know, some, some Arabic speaking people, some Chinese. You go up to Eastvale, there's a whole bunch of Chinese people up there and stuff. So, you know, you don't have to go too far, but he says, go and, and baptize them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's what we're to do. It, it's, it's not just only I can do baptizing. That last two weeks ago when I baptized, that's the first time I'd done baptism in a long time. Because I let, I let Jake do it, I let Mario do it, I let other people do it. Because it doesn't say, let the pastors only do baptism. It says, you therefore go and make disciples, all nations, baptize them, baptize them in your pool. Say, hey, pastor, I'm having baptism in my pool today. Who are you baptizing? People that got saved, people I'm discipling. Maybe. You got a pool now, Robert? You have a pool now? All right, we'll have the next baptism in your pool. You can do it. You make the disciples too. Amen. Why not? Why limit God? Why limit God? Susan, you have a pool. You can have baptism. Who else has got a pool? Greg's got a pool. Greg, you can make disciples. Just get them wet. Anybody else got a pool? All right, you got a pool. Okay. <laughs> Ellie always cooks when you go to her house, I'll tell you. I tell her, you don't have to cook when I come over. She says, ah, I like to. So, and she's a good cook too. So anybody else have a pool? Lillian has a pool. <laughs> you should do it on 4th of July. Just baptize the whole family. <laughs> but it, it's, don't limit what God wants you to do. Don't leave that for just me. Take pleasure in it yourself. Lead people to Jesus, disciple them. And if you say, well, I don't know what to say when I disciple them, I'll give it to you. I'll tell you what to say. I'll give you the whole thing. I'll give you all the disciple lessons I have. And you can do it on your own. Amen? And then you bring them into the church. Because number one today is multiply disciples. Multiply. There's no division in the Bible. Only multiplication. Like we used to, when I did small groups, 20, 30 years ago, we didn't divide small groups, we multiplied them. God hates division, amen? But he loves multiplication. So multiply disciples by telling them what you know. What you know. Some of you have been in church 20, 30, 40 years. Tell them what you know, tell them what you heard. Just tell them, this is what God said to me. This is what the pastor said. You know, I, I love it when people come to me and they show me their Bible and they have a date, Pastor Ron, and, and I said it. And they date it. And they're like, well, you said this, you know, three years ago. I'm like, really? They're like, yeah. Don't tell me, tell somebody else. Tell a disciple that you're making. Get them, win them, win them. Everybody say win them. 
Remember what I said a few weeks ago, if each one reached one, we double in size next week. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Little something, something. <laughs> yep. Each one reach one. Tell somebody, invite them. Tell me what you need to invite people to church. I'll give it to you. But if you're here and you believe in Jesus and what God is doing, believe and get them. But we need to multiply disciples. And multiplying disciples means you got to come to church more than just on Sunday. If you want to be a disciple, you got to come on Wednesday. You need to join the Bible school on Tuesday. You need to come for prayer on Friday. Wednesday, we've been teaching how to pray. And, you know, we've been teaching about Friday night prayer, corporate prayer. What God has been sharing with me about corporate prayer. It's hard for some people, corporate prayer. It's been really hard adjusting to corporate prayer the way that God has shown me to do it. Because in corporate prayer, we don't, like, let's say Mindy's mom, she's got COVID. We don't just pray for Mindy's mom. We pray for every person that's got COVID. We pray against that spirit of COVID. You know what we prayed for last Friday? We pray for rain. And I told the group, we're not going to stop praying for rain until God says otherwise. And we prayed for rain the whole night on Friday. And we prayed against anything that may be blocking why we don't have rain. For the sins in this state, for the things going on in this state that we have allowed that are happening that may be holding back the rain. Because he said in, in 2 Chronicles chapter 7... This is always here, so 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 13, God says, when I shut up heaven and there is no rain, there is no rain, there is no rain. I mean, I watched a video last week or this, this past week on Lake Mead. This guy went out fishing and he did a video about fishing. There was a boat sticking straight up and down in the water with the bottom down and the tip up. When he did the video two weeks before, the water level was at the windshield at the control panel of the boat. Now he came back 15 days later and he did another video and it was down on the back seat at almost the bottom of the boat. The water had dropped three feet in 15 days. It almost seems like they're trying to put us in a bind. But if it rains, they can't put us in a bind. God opens the windows of heaven. So we're praying. And all we prayed for on Friday night was that for God to rain, for to forgive us of our sins, to forgive us of the things that we've allowed, to, we repented on the behalf of the sins of this state that are very rampant, and we just stood in the gap for the state. And that's what we need to do. So we need, to, we need the full aspect of the church. Go to, go to see you young adults. Go to the youth, you young people. Get involved, get connected. Get your children in children's church. Get connected so that, you know, you can um, grow, be discipled. Come to the men's breakfast this, or brunch or lunch or whatever Mario said to call it. On Saturday at 11 p.m. at Sizzler, guys, we'll be out there Saturday. Come and let's just celebrate God together as men. But you join the army of the Lord and and now we need to live like we're in the army, the Lord's army. You don't get in the army and then just sit around and not do anything with it. 
You work to get spiritually in shape, amen? That's what making disciples is about. It's not holding back. It's telling people the truth of the kingdom of God, amen? And then he, he, go, he goes into number two. He says, don't neglect the widows. How many widows do we have here today? One, two, three, four. <laughs> four at least, but I know there's more than that in this house. Um, I know that, you know, James 1, 27, it says, pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. We always forget that part, keep oneself unspotted from the world. But he says, don't neglect the orphans and the widows. It's true religion to minister to orphans and widows, amen? And the Hellenists, they felt neglected. They felt like they were neglected. They were the Greek-speaking Jewish widows. And, you know, we have some wonderful women of God in this house that are widows. And they are wonderful women of God. And you should visit them. You should encourage them. Amen. I'm trying, ladies. <laughs> if you want to know where Lillian lives, just ask her. <laughs> uh, but, it, you know, that, that's what we need to do. We, you know, they didn't, the Hellenists didn't speak the language of everybody else. So when you're, when you're not connecting, it's easy to feel neglected. Don't even know if they were neglected, but they felt neglected. And if they feel neglected, then they're neglected to them, you know. But um, I'm sure the apostles didn't want to neglect anybody. How many of you want to neglect somebody? No, but I know we live in Southern California where we're busy as ever and, and a lot's going on. So we can't visit people every day, you know. But I know the hearts of the apostles was not to neglect people. And I know it's not in your heart to neglect people. So take some time and, you know... This is, this is what I always hear. Well, I didn't want to bother them. Bother them. I give you permission. Bother Lillian. <laughs> I know I'm picking on you, Lillian, because I love you. <laughs> you know, Lillian, she's just such a blessing. You know, Delonda went out of town one day. She says, Ron, I made you dinner. You can just come by and get it. It's in a to-go box. I'm like, hallelujah. Man, she made me this nice Mexican dinner and stuff. And, and Barbara, her sister, has brought me um, And if you want taquitos, just have Barbara make them. They're really good. But they're a blessing. You know, and um, Shar is just such a blessing to just go and to talk with. Just visit them. Have a cup of coffee. Sandy Tanner, go and visit. Have a cup of coffee. Amen. Bring some tea. Bring a Starbucks cup. Just, just encourage the widows. Amen. And this is where, as a church, we need to chip in. You can't put it all on me. <laughs> Thank you, Becky. <laughs> I'm a busy guy, but I love to visit people, and, and Delonda and I are doing our best right now. You know, during COVID, we visited every Thursday. That's all we did was visit. You, you had fun yesterday with the widows. Amen. You did. <laughs> they went to Alvera Street with the Joy Group yesterday. But, you know, we, we, we at the church need more help. So I want to encourage you, visit the widows. Thank you, Robert. You guys awake today? I, I'm going to go slow. And orphans, Blonda says. And then help your pastors. All of them, help them. I need something painted. <laughs> nobody says nobody says I'll do it <laughs> a wall one wall painted black 
volunteer. Volunteer in the church. Look around and take the initiative to do some work around the church. We have one maintenance man. We have five churches here, one maintenance man. And we wear him out. We wear him out. If you see something that's constantly wrong, I want to encourage you to step up and say, how can I help you, pastor? I see this needs to be done. I'll give you a hole, a rake, or whatever you need. Some clippers. If you want to clip the rose bushes. And... <laughs> Take it the initiative. And then let us know this. Let us know this. Let us know if you've got skills. Well, pastor, I could do this, this. I could paint. I could... I can um, push a lawnmower. I can rake. I can pick up trash. Oh, man. Why? Why am I telling you that? So your staff can focus on the word and prayer. Delana told me the other day, she goes, I can't wait till we got the, enough people that you can just focus on the word and prayer. She's like, I don't know how you write a message. You know, because it's like one minute I start in, then I got to go do this. I got to answer this call. I got to go talk to this person. I got to go to a meeting and then I go back and I go back into my message. She goes, I don't know how you do it. You know what you said to me the other day? Because we need people to step up to serve more, to do more. There's a lot to be done in the church, amen? And I want to stay focused on the word and prayer. I don't want to paint a wall. I'll do it. Or I'll make Delonda do it. She can paint. Well, he gives instructions for how we're to be and how we're to be serving in the church. We need to pay attention to what's going on, amen? And then number three, in order to serve in the church, you should be of good reputation. Amen? You should have a good reputation. Martin, you have a good reputation. You know, I always think very highly of you. Yeah, don't turn around. <laughs> You know, I look around the men in this church, you have a good reputation, with me at least. And then be full of the Holy Spirit. That's what he says, he's be full of the Holy Spirit. Amen? That when, when we need prayer, we can call on you to pray. Pray in the Spirit, pray in understanding, but to pray. But be full of the Spirit. And then be full of wisdom. Walk in wisdom. Amen? The Holy Spirit is in you. He'll give you wisdom. And then... I put it this way, be able to handle your business. Be able to handle, get your stuff done that you need to get done, amen? And I know sometimes that's a challenge, sometimes we procrastinate, but get your business handled, amen? Be that man or woman of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit, full of wisdom, so that when you're down here working at the church and you're outside and, and you run into those people that need the help of God, that you can Minister to them and pray for them, amen? That you're full of the wisdom of God and strength. And then number four, for the staff of this church, for the leaders in this church, give yourselves to prayer and ministry of the word. Ask God to give you opportunities, and he will. Ask God. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you and for you to minister it when he speaks. Allow the Holy Spirit to move in you. Talk to the people that God puts in front of you. You know, it's easy to talk to somebody you know, but when God puts somebody in front of you you don't know, it should be easier. It should be easier because, hey, they don't even know you. You can say whatever you want. 
You can just let it flow. You can say, hey, my pastor said I need to make disciples. How would you like to be a disciple of Jesus Christ today? I don't know. Get creative. Get inventive. Step out in, in the truth of who God is. Amen? But, you know, you've got to take advantage of the opportunity. I remember God told me one time, he said, he said, your pulpit is everywhere you go. Everywhere you go, you have your pulpit. Everywhere you go, the word of the Lord that you've hidden in your heart is right there, ready on the tip of your tongue to come out. Everywhere you go, God wants you to be able to share and to speak, to tell somebody about Jesus. It's not that hard. Your pulpit is mobile. Amen? It is mobile. It's everywhere that you are. Everywhere that you are. And I told you, I walked into that house in Peru. That day, and so this other lady, we're there on Monday, we had dinner, I prayed for, I prayed for everybody, ministered, they're all laying on the floor crying, and the Holy Spirit was just moving, and I'm like, let's eat. So another lady was there, one of the ladies that was there, she goes, would you come to my house for dinner on Friday? Ah, yeah, sure. I don't have anything in the noontime, so we went over there. She had more people. She had young people. People in the first house, they were pretty, pretty much all saved. These people in the second house, they were not saved at all. <laughs> Because <laughs> they're asking the young man I brought with me, hey, you want to go clubbing with us tonight? <laughs> I heard those words. I looked at him because I felt like you were burning a hole in my head, Pastor. Because <laughs> I'm like, you better say no, you better say no, you better say no. <laughs> and he goes, no, I, I, can't, I can't, I'm sorry. You know, but even ministering to them was difficult because they didn't want to hear. But I did it anyways. Only pray for one or two people, and that was it, because they weren't ready to receive. But it doesn't mean I didn't share. I didn't water the seed that's in them. I had the opportunity to do a funeral this last week on Wednesday, and I didn't hold back. I let it flow. I let, I just told them the truth. God offers you a way to heaven. He's not going to send you to hell or bring you to heaven. It's up to you. You get to decide where you're going to spend eternity. You can reject God today and go to hell, or you can receive him and you can go to heaven. And I told the story of the, the rich man of Lazarus, how they, they you know, Lazarus was, was very poor and he, very sickly. He had boils and, and the dogs would come and lick his boils. I mean, you know, and the rich man would just blow past him every day, you know. They both died. Lazarus went to paradise with Abraham and the rich man went to the lake of fire. And there's a big chasm in between. And the guy in the lake of fire says, Abraham, Abraham, could you give me a drop of water? And Abraham says, no, I'm sorry. He says, well, could you send Lazarus back to tell my brothers the truth? And Abraham says, your brothers have already heard the truth. They already know. And they're rejecting it. And I told the people that day, I said, listen, I am Lazarus, come back from the dead to tell you about heaven and hell so that you can make a righteous right decision. Because that day is coming where you're gonna, your body is going to go into the grave and where you spend eternity is what matters. And you get to decide where you're going to spend eternity right now. I'd say 90% of the people looked up at me and made that decision. It's a beautiful thing. But now they've got to get discipled. 
Now they got to get into the word. Now they got to grow in Christ. Now they got to get baptized. But I'm telling you, staff, God wants you to expand your territory. Expand your territory. I could have said no to the funeral. I didn't know the man. I never met him. But I got asked, and I did it. See, because I don't want to miss an opportunity. And I want to encourage you as staff in this church, leaders in this house, do not miss an opportunity. Do not miss opportunities to share God with people. Don't just go and, 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 and you know, I, I like to be nice at funerals, but I can't agree with everything that's said. You know, I try not to slam it. You know, when people say, oh, I bet old Johnny's looking down on us right now. Are you kidding me? He's not looking down on us, man. He's with Jesus. He's with Jesus, amen? Jesus, I mean, he's, he's in his presence, amen? He's not looking down on us, you know? And Johnny's not an angel today either. He's up there. He's a warrior for the king of glory, amen? He's been raised up. You're being raised up right now for the afterlife of what you're going to be doing in heaven. And I know I'm going to be a warrior. Amen. That's what my, God's purpose is for me. I'm going to be a warrior in heaven. I'm not going to be sitting back... Hide now. I'm not going to be on some puffy little cloud floating around. No, I'm going to be at the feet of Jesus waiting for command. Amen? Don't say no to opportunity. Somebody calls you to do a funeral and you're like, man, I, I'm, I'm not a minister. I, I don't know how to do a funeral. Call me. I'll tell you what to say. I'll give, you the, I'll give you the thing. I'll fill it out for you. Name's everything. You tell me. I'll do it. If you have opportunity, you need to step into it. Amen? If somebody says, hey, could you come tell my family about Jesus? Say, no. No, you say, yes, I'll be there. What time? What day? I'm coming. Take advantage of what God brings you to. If you're asking him to give you opportunity, then say, hey. You say, well, pastor hasn't asked me to preach yet. Who cares? Your pulpit's everywhere you go. I remember when Pastor Dave, when I was younger, I was helping him with something at, at his house, and, and uh, we went to Home Depot. You know, just certain things you never forget in life. And uh, we're at Home Depot. He goes, so what do you feel God's calling you to do, Ron? I said, to preach the word. He goes, well, we got one of them. What else? <laughs> but Pastor Dave, let me preach a lot. But I told them on Wednesday, you have to decide what you want to do today. And God will go along with it. If you decide you want heaven, God will go along with it. If you decide you want hell, God will go along with it because it's your decision. And I want to encourage you today, look for the opportunity to do something for the King, King Jesus. Amen? And then number five, have hands laid on you to go and do the work. That's what we'll do today in a few minutes. We'll lay hands on you to go and do the work. We have, we have been doing it a few times this year already, but I'm going to keep doing it until you keep filling this place up, till you get people here, till you go out and you're not afraid to invite. But that, well, I mean, when we started today, I don't know where you're all at. There might have been five people here. 
I was a little nervous. I thought, uh oh, did I say something? Did I do something? You know, where are all the people at? <laughs> Thank you for sitting there, Greg and Cindy. You know, it's like, you know, Jake, your section's having a problem right now. You got you to get on the horn. You got to call them. Well, we're going to anoint you and we're going to pray over you. The idea is that you get so encouraged that you start talking to people about Jesus, that you're not willing to hold back. You're not willing, you know, to stand back and go, oh, they're probably going to hell. Do something about it. Be brave. Be bold. That's all we've been talking about. Be brave. Be bold. Amen. Be courageous. You know, and the results are going to be this. This is what's going to happen. The word of God will spread. It'll spread. Amen. That's what we want. The word of God to spread. Disciples will be multiplied because you're out there doing it. You're not relying on me. You're doing it. Amen. And then religious people will believe in Jesus. Did you see that in that passage? Go back to the beginning there. He said in verse 7, Then the word of God spread, the number of disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. Those that religious got converted to Jesus, amen? They went all in to having that relationship with Jesus. Matthew 24, 14, it says, this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations, then the end will come. We are to finish the end time task of getting people saved and being made disciples. I'm looking to start a discipleship class for people that are getting born again. We've had many people give their life to Jesus in these last few months. And we want to start that discipling class that is told just for new people or people that have never been through a discipleship program. We're going to start that coming up in a few weeks, probably on a Wednesday night. So... Get ready. Get ready today for what God wants to do in you tomorrow. Let's let all fear, all intimidation of the enemy go. How many of you are tired of the enemy? Huh? You're just sick and tired of that guy. Let's, you know, when, when we had a mosque built here in Corona, I thought, Lord, we got to, we got to have an Arabic church. We got to have an Arabic church. And I was in the upstairs office. The Assemblies of God wanted to do interviews for pastors here. And so when one of the couples came down from the interview, I started talking to him. I'm like, well, where are you from? Well, we're from Egypt. We're Arabic. I said, really? He goes, yeah, I have an Arabic church in Orange County. I said, you need to have an Arabic church in Corona. I said, where do you live? And he goes, well, I live in Corona. I said, oh, man, you, you need to stop Orange County. You need to come to Corona. He's like, why? I said, because we have a mosque and in the spirit, we got to push back against that spirit right now. And we need an Arabic church here to win people. Then I got really bold. I said, here's a key. Here's an alarm code. Start doing a prayer meeting here. And he's like, you're crazy. <laughs> I said, I, we need it bad. The Lord's telling me we need this. So he took the key and he did a prayer meeting for six months. And he said, Ron, it's just too much, you know. And so then I kept praying, kept talking to him, kept calling him, bugging him for a little while. And, and then he said, okay, we'll, we'll start a church on Saturday night. 
I said, great. We launched the church December 3rd, I don't know, five years ago, whatever. And by Easter, he moved his church from Orange County to here. Because this is where God wanted him. Because in the spirit realm, we gotta, we gotta learn to just push back and not take everything. We gotta learn to raise up disciples that are gonna stand with us, amen? We gotta learn to pray, so we pray in agreement, amen? We've gotta start moving like never before because when we go to all the nations and everybody gets witness to, then the end shall come. How many of you want Jesus to come? then you need to be active in telling people about Jesus so that he will come, amen, so that we're finishing the task. We're getting it done. We're, allowed, we're doing, moving through God. We're moving with God, and he's doing it. How many are you ready to go? You ready to go? You ready to get up and tell somebody about Jesus? If you're ready, I want you to just come, and I'm going to stand right here. I'm going to anoint you with oil, put on some music, Mario, and, and come, and I'm going to pray and anoint you right now. Come and help me, Jake. You get on one side, I'm going to get on the other. You walk between us today. You walk between us today. You get right there. You're going to walk between us today. You're going to come this way. Father, in the name of Jesus, just empower her today to be a witness. Just keep moving in the name of Jesus. Just let it flow, God. Yeah, let that power flow. Let that anointing just flow on them, God, to do the work of the ministry, Father. That, Lord, that we just connect with you and with each other to do the work of the ministry. Let it flow, God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Let it flow, God. Yeah, let it flow. Anoint, anoint today, God, to go in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Father. Let it just flow in Edwin, God. Let it rain down on him in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Stir my sister, God, like never before. Let it rain on her, God, today in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Stir my brother's heart for you, God. Let a passion grow in him for who you are. Let it flow, God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Just bless my wife, God, with the words of life, Lord, to transform lives in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Give Philomena eyes to see God as she goes, Lord. Lord, that she just touches people for Jesus today. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Just stir Barbara, God. Yeah, stir her, Father, with a passion. Lord, she has the words of the Lord in her. Let them flow out in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise you, Father. Just bless Lillian, God. Bless her, Father God, with words of life. Let her just speak, Father God, and give surround her with people that'll hear in Jesus name in Jesus name bless Sandy God with words of life today let the word of the Lord flow through her we empower her by the Holy Spirit today in Jesus name in Jesus name just touch Deborah Father let it flow out of her God in the places that she is Lord that she lay hands on the sick God and they recover in Jesus name in Jesus name hallelujah Father, just bless Edward with an anointing, Father God, an anointing of who you are, that the word be in him, on him, and through him. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, Father. We thank you for Shar, Lord. Just bless her today, God. Bless her today, God. Let it flow through her, your anointing on her, Father God. Have a lot to offer, Shar. Stop thinking about what you don't have to offer. You have a lot to offer. Jesus. 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 Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Let it flow, God. Yeah, just anoint Monica, Father God. To speak life into people, Father. Let it flow. A river of living water flowing out of her, Father. 
Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Oh, Phil, Susan today, God. Yeah. Oh, the words of life, words of life in the name of Jesus. Let it flow, God. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. May she be a builder, God. Over Lolly, God, just bless her today with the words of life to speak, to share, to care for other people, Father God, to bless, Father God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Let it flow, God. Hallelujah. Just touch Margaret today. Oh, yes. Words of life, words of life, words of life. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Let it flow, God. Words of life. Words of anointing, God. Pouring out, Father God. Changing lives. Changing lives by reflecting your glory, God. Reflecting your glory, God. In the name of Jesus. That words of life flow through my sister, Father God. Hallelujah. That your anointing in her, through her, Father God. Let it change lives today, Father. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Let it flow, God. In the name of Jesus. Let it flow, God. Let it flow. Let your anointing flow, my sister, God. Hallelujah. That you stir her spirit like never before, God. That as she sees, she goes, God. Lord, as you bring, she responds, God. Let the word of the Lord just speak through her, Father. Let the prophetic anointing stir up in her, her spirit today, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Oh, let your anointing just flow through. Sister Sandy, God, let it just flow, a river of living water, God, that just breaks chains of bondage, that she could love people right into the kingdom, Father. Let your anointing flow in the name of Jesus. Yeah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let your anointing be on Oscar, God. I pray that you just bless him today, God. Old things are passed away and all things become new, God. Lord, I praise you. Raise him up, Father God, to do your bidding here on this earth, Father God. That evangelistic spirit inside of him be stirred up today, God, to tell people about Jesus, Lord. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yeah, Father, I pray you just stir Isaiah, Father God with a willingness to tell people, Father God, Lord, that his heart be changed to, to that evangelist, Father God, to share with people the love of God. Lord, that you stir his heart to see, Lord, where that love needs to be poured out, Father God. Who needs Jesus? Let him see, Father, and that he be willing and obedient. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Let it flow, God. Let Lord be that voice in the Lord, Father God. Let him be that encouraging, Father God. I, I pray, Father God, in these days ahead, that Lord would just disciple many people, Father. I just see, Lord, because the word of the Lord that's in you, that God wants to move in you to disciple people, to train them up in the ways of God. So let's figure that out, Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Here, your turn. Come on. Yeah, hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Let it flow, God. Let it flow, God. Let your anointing move in test. Yeah, the firecracker's about to explode, God. Yeah, that's what I see. The firecracker's about to explode. Yeah, let it flow, God. Let it flow in the name of Jesus. 
the name of Jesus, hallelujah. And the apple don't fall far from the tree. I pray for your anointing just to explode in Renee, God. That Lord, that she just has that passion for souls. Let it burn in her, God. I pray these days ahead, she just feel that burning in her spirit. To have to, the only thing that soothes it is to tell people about Jesus. Remember this day, Renee. Remember this day, Renee. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah, Father, just touch him today. Touch my brother, Father God. Put it, put healing in his body, God, in his ears. And I pray, Father God, that he has a desire to tell people about you, Jesus. That, Lord, that he'd love on people, he'd encourage people, that he'd bless people with what you put inside of him, Father. Let it flow in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yes. Huh. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. We thank you for my sister, Lord. Lord, that she's here today. I pray that, Lord, you bless her indeed, Lord. That your presence would overwhelm her, Father God. That, Lord, that the word of the Lord would be in her, on her, move through her, be on the tip of her tongue to be able to share the love of God. Lord, let it just flow through her. Let your anointing be on her today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, Father, just bless Marie today, God. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Lord, let your anointing move on her like never before, Father. Lord, let the love of God just be in her to encourage, Father God, the new believers. Let her encourage them, Father God. Marie, God's saying, just encourage people towards Christ. Just encourage people towards Christ. Let it flow, God. Let it flow. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, you two together. <laughs> yeah, hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Lord, we thank you for this couple, Lord. Lord, mighty and powerful. Lord, I pray that you just move in them in power and might, God. That, Lord, the word of the Lord flow in them and through them, God. Yeah. Lord, that it be strong in them, Father God. That, Lord, that they'd be willing to speak up, step out, touch people for the King of glory. That your anointing would flow in them, Father. Yeah. In the days ahead, Lord. We look forward to the testimonies, God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, hallelujah. Let it flow, God. Give her words of life, Father God. Words of life. Father, that she be used, Father, to break down strongholds and to build the kingdom of God. Let it flow in her, God. Let it flow in her, God. Give her words of life, Father, and use her in a powerful way in these days ahead. Lord, that she leads people to the throne room. Lead people to the throne room of God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. We thank you for this couple, Father God. Their willingness to serve God. Their willingness to do whatever's at hand. I pray your anointing move in them, on them, Father God. That, Lord, they'd be willing to share like never before. Such boldness would come out of them, God. That it flows like a loving river. A loving river. Let it flow out of them, God. They lead people to you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Such boldness and love. to the point that he can't contain what he needs to say to people, God. 
Lord, that your life would flow through his life, God, like a river. And Lord, it would just flow out of Bob. And Lord, to Bob's amazed at what's coming out of his mouth, God. Let it flow, Father. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. share the love of Jesus with people. Father, that she draw them into the kingdom of God. That, Lord, even in her complex where she's at, Lord, there be a revival, a revival, a revival there, God. Let it flow, God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Anoint her for that, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yeah, praise you, Father. Let it flow, God. Let your anointing flow and Ashley, God, give her words of life, God, words of life to encourage people towards you, Lord. Lord, that it flows with a boldness and an understanding, Father God, that, Lord, that she could build people up, Father God, she can encourage them towards you. Lord, that you just use her in these days ahead to build your kingdom in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. of life that she could tell people what you're doing in her life, God. I pray, Lord, that the peace of God would just fill her overflowing today. And that, Lord, her friends see it. Lord, that you give her the words. You give her the words of life to them. Father God, that you just bless her today with a boldness in Jesus' name. your presence, God. The Spirit of God just flow in her today, God. As she had that boldness to open up. And even today to, to, to say, a man laid hands on me and I want to tell you about Jesus. Oh, let that be all of our words today. A man laid hands on me. Let me tell you about Jesus. Lord, and just let it flow out of her. Let the love of God just fill her overflowing. As she be filled with your love, God, to pour out in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you for my brother, Lord. I pray, God, that you not only touch his heart physically today, but his heart would abound with you, that you fill his heart today with your loving kindness and your tender mercies, God. And that, Lord, that he would flow in that tenderness He'd flow and he'd be merciful, God. He'd be so kind to people, God, that they would desire to know why. And he could tell them, I met Jesus. I got baptized in Jesus. I'm a disciple of Jesus. And I want you to know what I've experienced. Lord, I pray that you heal him today, that he could share that as a testimony of who you are, the Lord God, our healer. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. We thank you for this couple, Father. We pray that you just touch them today, Lord. 
Lord, that you light a fire in them, Lord. That <laughs> truly, Lord, that their house would be that place of baptism. Baptism, God. So I pray you baptize them in fire today, God. Holy fire, God. Let that fire burn in their bones to tell somebody about Jesus. And let it flow. Let them make disciples, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let it burn in him, Lord. Let it burn in him, Lord. A fresh baptism of fire, God. A sense of urgency in his heart, God, of, of to tell somebody about Jesus. Let that urgency come alive inside of him, Lord. Let he not look on their faces. As he told Jeremiah, don't look on their faces. Just say what I tell you to say. And I, I don't be afraid. And I pray that God would stir your heart with that today. Don't be afraid of their faces. Just share what I, the Lord tells you to share. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. If there's anybody else, just come right now. Praise you, Father. Lord, we just anoint glory to God. Let it flow, God. Let it flow, God. Let your anointing flow through her. Lord, that you just give her the words, words of life. Words of life. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Tomorrow when you get up, ask the Lord to create a divine encounter for you. Do it every day, and he'll give it to you. Amen? Jake's going to come and talk to you for a few minutes. And remember, I have cake and pie and coffee for you today.